Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with the Eclectic Approach, Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, UpDoc Media, and of course, Untold Physio Stories Podcast, and my co-host. Dr. Andrew Rothschild, physical therapist with um, Modern Patient Education, and now now at Spear Physio. That's right, Spear Physio. And what does Spear stand for? Spear stands... Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. So Spear stands for... I came up with it because... My idea was that uh, physical therapy should be the tip of the spear when it comes to sort of musculoskeletal health and a comprehensive approach. So it's an acronym that stands for Strength, Patient-Focused, Education, Attitude, and Resolve. Attitude and resolve. Oh my gosh. What happened to education and rehab? Wow, that's even better. (laughs) Exactly. It's morphed. Right. All right. Yeah. So I can't say I helped you with it at all. <laughs> well, you did. No, you gave, you gave me good stuff to start with. Right. I did. I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, you were at a loss for the A and the R. I was. There. Okay. Was. So I got a story and um, I posted about this particular gymnast that I work with who's probably, I think, like maybe a level eight. So she's she's up there. And sometime around last year, she had a very severe ankle sprain, uh, bilateral ankle sprain after landing um, inversion. And her left was greater than her right because her left one had had some minor inversion ankle sprains that we kind of dealt with. Um, She maybe had to take your typical kind of week off. So the left one was already probably had a little bit of motor control issues, probably a little balance and strength issues and proprioception issues. And that's probably why that one was worse, or maybe because she just landed more on that one than the other one. Um, Both her ankles were really swollen, really bruised, and it maybe took her about four months or so to kind of get ready uh, to compete again. In that four months, we pretty much focused on just a lot of initial manual therapy and resets to desensitize her, just even get her weight bearing. Um, And for a majority of that, I also focused on using the motion guidance, which I sell on edgemobilitysystem.com. It's like a laser uh, biofeedback type system so that you can use visual feedback to restore motor control. And I was using it with a grid and just all kinds of dots. You imagine like a a circle on the edge of the wall um, and a, a, a laser strap to your knee. Initially, one of her first exercises was just keep the laser in the circle as much as you can during single limb stance because even her single limb stance was very, very poor. So we eventually focused to kind of doing squats and then from double leg squats to single leg squats. And she had to make the laser go up and down uh, three lines, three vertical lines kind of on a grid that was on the floor in front of her. So just kind of working on motor control, she, you know, it's not like she has to be perfect and go on the line, but try to minimize the kind of left and right that you can easily see. And, and the thing with the visual feedback is it works really, really well, better than verbal cues and tactile cues, because if you over cue someone that kind of sometimes throws off the actual results they can kind of get from um, motor control strategies. Uh, so we were pretty happy with restoration of her motion, decreased threat. She had 
obviously very high anxiety after this, um, and we we continuously work on that as well. So um, with one of her first meets back, she was doing okay, and then she kind of landed wrong from a vault. Um, I ran out onto the floor because they called me out onto the floor, um, being like the official team PT, and uh, I saw that she she kind of had a minor ankle sprain, but she just really wanted to finish the competition. So she tried vaulting again, and she she landed pretty hard on her left ankle. Her right one is okay, um, and then, you know she basically had to withdraw from the competition after that. And she was very very upset. So she was out for the first time for probably at least four months or so. And I mainly again focused on resets and motor control. Of course, she did some conditioning and stuff with her coaches, but not as much probably as I should have done as her PT. So for the next two months or so, I focused mostly on using uh, BFR with the edge restriction system cuff. She was probably one of the first patients to use it because I only had um, actually uh, demo units at the time. I wasn't even selling them. And I mostly focused on only strength. Certainly, she had to do resets to desensitize her system and kind of get threat-free mobility back and threat-free ability to load. But I mostly focused on deadlifts, single leg squats, double leg squats, uh, and the like. And I think that was the main thing because she has since sprained her ankle twice, fallen off a beam, and I think landed wrong during a tumbling routine. And she was only just, other than having very high fear avoidance, naturally, after what happened before, uh, she was actually okay. And, you know, it only took her a couple of days to recover. And I think that was the biggest thing that I took for granted. Um, and I'm going to actually put in an Instagram quote. Um, where I saw, I was taking a Jay Dicherry course on MedBridge, and he said something about uh, rest equals desensitization, but desensitization also equals detraining. And that's something I kind of took for granted, especially because she was out for about four or five months. That's really interesting in terms of like the fact that, you know, you, you think about gym, and I've seen, I've done volunteer stuff with um, with gymnastic competitions here locally. And it's like every other gymnast, I feel like has their ankle wrapped up, you know, it's, yeah. it's such a, it's such a common, common injury. Um, and it's, uh, so it shows also how so much there is to building confidence as well. Um, with, with that kind of recovery, especially for people who are, um, with gymnastics landing with such, um, you know, ferocity with some of the some of the moves that they're doing right i mean the floor has you know a good amount of spring to it but you can just hear them every time they jump and land it sounds like what i imagine um what it sounds like or what i remember like watching wwe and someone getting body slammed onto the onto the canvas or onto the ring it's a loud sound even for like these little girls so yeah, I think um, I read from Dave Tilly from Shift Movement Science that it was something about four to five landing four to five times their body weight or more. I forget exactly how much it is. It's a lot. I, I believe it because they're also sometimes forcefully landing as they go into a, a next tumble move kind of thing. They're actually trying to land with some force to create more force with the spring. So it's it's certainly more than just a simple like soft landing or probably different when they're trying to stick the landing. Right. And there's one thing I also noticed with them, uh, very similar to CrossFit, is they only ever do bilateral training and a lot of bilateral strength training. And when they injure one shoulder or one leg, all those unilateral deficits really come out to begin with. And of course, we can't really do anything to pre pre totally prevent injury other than not doing the sport. Uh, like, you know, the best way to avoid running injuries is not to run. 
But I think that strength really plays a key part in the majority of, of injury prevention. And again, I think it's really something I took for granted, especially because she had been uh, detraining and desensitizing for so long. And I see that too with um, football players and other high school athletes that I see is that they do spend so much time more when they're doing their regular strength and conditioning. It's all bilateral kind of lifts. And when I test them on single lateral, uh, single leg stuff, like a single leg deadlift or single leg lunge, um, they have you know, Romanian type movement. They have, they have a lot of difficulty doing that from a strength and a sort of a motor control standpoint. Yeah, for sure. That's why farmer's carries, unilateral farmer's carries are one of my favorite exercises because it really brings out those deficits. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So where can people find you, Andrew? Spear Physio. At Spear underscore Physio now on Twitter and Instagram and uh, modernpatienteducation.com. All right. And you can look for me, Dr. E, uh, at theeclecticapproach.com, moderndmanualtherapy.com. Subscribe via email so you don't miss any of our awesome uh, updates, including our podcast. You get exclusive edge mobility system discounts. You could use it for ISTM with the edge tool or a new edge restriction system cuffs, version two coming out soon. All of our online courses for the eclectic approach, modern strength training, modern patient education, modern manual therapy are all available on edgemobilitysystem.com and are worth various amounts of CEUs. So you could use up your uh, your CEU or your um, credit benefit from your employer and, and take some awesome online courses at your own pace. Uh, thanks to Updoc Media for hosting. And it looks like our feed is all set now. I can actively subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, uh, Facebook. We have uh, Untold Physio Stories on now. Um you can tell I haven't done this call to action. Yeah. Spotify. <laughs> you can Spotify. That's right. That's the one I was I was missing. And of course, Google Podcasts. So whatever your podcast pl- platform of choice is, you can now find Untold Physio Stories. Make sure to share any stories. Reach out to us via email or any of our social media outlets if you want to come on a show and share an interesting story. And of course, you guys have a great day.